Good morning, Tappers. Good morning, Tappers. And welcome back to another episode of Crime on Tap. It's cold. I am just ready for summer. Why is it still snowing? I know. Like, I'm like packing away all my winter stuff. And I kept out like a few pairs of sweatpants and here I am wearing them all week because it's still so cold out. I'm sick of it. And this winter has been, I think, seven months long for me. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, all year round is winter for me because when it's winter, it's actually winter. But then in the summer, the apartment is like an igloo because we got three air conditioners going in a 650 square foot apartment. Why? So it's like winter all year round for me. Why do you do that to yourself? <laughs> it's not me. Guess who it is? Oh, Petrick. Petrick, yes. <laughs> he likes it nice and cool. No humidity. Nice and cool. Well, is he paying the bill? So we we've, we've talked about that. Oh, uh oh, am I bringing up a sore subject? (laughs) (laughs) Because we don't pay for heat. So I'm like, well, let's run that bitch up because if we don't pay for it, I can use as much as I want. But when it comes to running the electricity and the air conditioner, he wants to run it all day. And I'm like, I don't want to. So you got to pay more because you want to. (laughs) Yeah, makes sense to me. But nonetheless, Megan, we're here on Crime on Tap. Hopefully there's no fire alarms going off. Mm-hmm. I know you're having a little PTSD from last week. Yeah. And I can tell you, I have emailed the people I needed to email, well, sent text messages, and the property manager has never gotten back to me. That's so much fun, like doing a great job over there. I say keep bugging them. Be a bug in their ear, squeaky wheel gets the grease, all that stuff. Right. Just keep bothering or them. I, I am pulling in Alexa and I am screenshotting the silence, like the vi- the visual silence I'm getting here from this, from my text message and then him not sending nothing back, the silence. I'm screenshotting it and going to be posting it in my Yelp review whenever <gasps> we leave this place. <laughs> Ooh, pulling out them receipts. That's right. So I can prove like, hey, look at I had a concern and y'all didn't even fucking check in. Oh, and then they're going to leave a Yelp review. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Sean, that we didn't get back to you in a timely manner. And then they'll be like, if you had let us know that how desperate you felt about the situation or something like that and turn it on you and gaslight you. That's what those people do in the Yelp reviews. Upon further inspection, we did reach out to you. And then they like just sent an email like two minutes ago. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I'll be sure to keep you guys updated if I ever get any response from the property management company. Because I am not not expecting one. And it's really funny because the person who got us into this apartment has been a complete shit show. Like we don't even talk to him anymore because he's fucking useless. And we use somebody else now who is just as useless as he was. <laughs> and he reached out to me like a few months ago and was like, hey, Sean, just wanted to like touch base. I noticed like your lease is coming to an end in the next few months. And if you're interested in buying or looking to buy or look looking to buy a house or anything, just let me know. I'll be I would love to help you out. And I'm like, is this guy serious? He's been completely useless for the last fucking nine months of my life. And now he wants to help me buy a house? Are you out of your mind, Ricardo? (laughs) Sorry. Bye. I'm going to buy it my own. Buy it myself. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like, how about you focus on the clients you actually have? 
and give right. them instead of reaching out for that. more people <laughs> yeah like you got your commission for just getting me into this apartment like that's as much as you're going to get from me sorry <laughs> so yeah mm-hmm. that's happened recently well I, nothing's happened recently haven't heard nothing from them but I guess it's just what you get with property managers. I just don't understand why the job is so difficult to just respond and be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm living in a nice, safe home and you're living in a fucking apartment with homeless people breaking into it. Sorry that you're going through that. You know, like, I, that's all I just want. <laughs> yeah, it's some validation here. <laughs> right. I'm so happy that you're safe in your house, but I'm sitting here fucking at night keeping one eye open and a baseball bat under my bed <laughs> oh my jesus <laughs> damn think about your tenant retention yes apparently that's on their fucking priority list so it is what it is but nonetheless i'm mm-hmm. still here on chrome on tap my apartment did not burn down so mm-hmm. praise be and we're here for another great episode and be sure to follow us over on instagram at crime on tap pod be kept up with the latest crime on tap news we are over there posting every time we drop a new episode we'd love to hear from you guys join the tapper community we love we would love for you guys to be a part of it be sure to listen to us on spotify apple and the other ones five star reviews share with yes. everyone you know everybody we love it spread the word message us get deep into our dms i don't know <laughs> yeah deep so deep yucky <laughs> you yucky yucky so earlier i heard some rattling of a glass so oh you did i think i know what time it is i think it's time for the par before the bar oh well today on today's episode you know it's a tuesday afternoon the day we're recording this and I have so much to do after this that I just need that extra caffeine boost. Not that I feel like it does does anything to me anyways, but it's just an excuse to drink a cup of coffee. So I have my iced coffee here. Can you hear the ice rattling? ASMR. Mm -hmm. All right. Enough tingles. (laughs) Megan, what are you drinking? (laughs) So if you want to listen here. Oh, oh my God. That made me hard a little bit. Ew. <laughs> I have my classic polar orange vanilla flavor. Okay. I'm, I'm so glad you told me what it was because, no, I mean, I could have guessed if you just said polar, I knew the exact flavor. All right. So now that I have my coffee, you mm-hmm. have your polar. Megan, how about we get into this classic crime update? Do you want to introduce us to... Shift it into gear because hot toppies are here. Hot toppies. Okay, I am so excited for this little episode because, well, this isn't like my niche and like guns are like kind of in a in your niche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was just Easter weekend. Happy Easter. Hopefully, everyone listened to our Easter episode. That's when. My building was on fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if you heard, Megan, but there was recently three mass shootings this past weekend. Oh, my God. It's like Thanksgiving. Everyone kills each other on Thanksgiving and Easter, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, what is going on? And I kind of just wanted to, like, do a rough overview of them. And then we can kind of talk about, like, what we think is going on here. Because, like, this is not the norm. And as of late, like, we have been reporting on a lot of shootings. And I know it's, like, your niche. And I'm, like, kind of diving into it a little bit. So that's okay. I'm not protective. You can have, you can talk about guns. <laughs> oh, that's all I needed. Just a little like approval. <laughs> okay. Okay. You got it. You got it. <laughs> all right. So 
the first two mass shootings that happened this past weekend, Easter weekend, like, damn, just let Jesus have his moment. Like, we're all (laughs) – they were both in South Carolina. (laughs) Why is it Carolina? Carolina. South Carolina. One was in Hampton, South Carolina, and the other was in Columbia, South Carolina, the capital of South Carolina. (laughs) I didn't even know – I guess it never occurred to me that South Carolina had a capital. I always forget <laughs> that some states have capitals because some of them seem so obvious and then they're not it. Like, yes, you know, like it's so annoying. And then Leah's over here like, actually, the capital is this because she learned it in like second grade and somehow retained that information. <laughs> I never learned any of that. I never even I learned it the first time enough to retain it. <laughs> right. I know. I never had a class specifically on geography. No. It was like you either knew where like arkansas was or you didn't and that's how we grew up yeah same maybe it's that northeast i don't know she was she grew up in new hampshire how does she know this stuff like i don't know this stuff her school district was just they cared i guess (laughs) i guess new hampshire cares or something anyways back to south carolina mass shootings on early um sunday early sunday morning like easter day at 2 30 in the morning there was a shooting at a nightclub called kara's lounge where at least nine people were wounded and 20 to 30 shots were heard. Apparently the shooting didn't take place inside the nightclub. It was behind the nightclub, which I'm like, how is there even that many people behind the nightclub? Like nine people got shot, which means there was probably more people back there. I'm like, why is everyone behind the club and not in the club? Like, what the fuck? Well, maybe you know? they were like leaving and going to the parking lot, like it had just closed or something. So a bunch of people were leaving, going mm. to the parking lot. Maybe, maybe at two thirty in the fucking morning. Like, where is this? New York City? Damn, <laughs> I didn't know fucking Hampton, South Carolina, was a city that never slept. But at least nine people were wounded. Nobody died. Thank God. So that happened on Sunday, Easter morning. Then I think you might have heard about this one. This one was in Columbia, South Carolina, and it was at a busy mall where another nine people were wounded and an additional six people were injured. And it was a mall shooting on a Saturday, busy ass mall, and a mass shooting occurred where a a guy by the name of Marquis Robinson was recently arrested on nine counts of assault and battery and one count each of attempted murder and unlawful carry of a handgun. And then there was another suspect that's currently in police custody, and then they're still searching for a third guy, which, I mean, this happened Saturday, and they're still looking for this guy Mm -hmm. who was potentially also involved. So apparently this wasn't like, which I'm thinking also happened with the other one in South Carolina and Hampton, South Carolina. It was gang related because apparently there was a, police say it was because of a disagreement that occurred between the two parties and they just started firing in a busy mall like take your shit out back well maybe they did that at the nightclub and nine yeah. people still got wounded <laughs> yeah still, it's like you know you have a disagreement like why are you fucking opening fire around elderly people kids babies toddlers parents like everyday people like take your business elsewhere like like shit i don't want to make light of it but i'm surprised in 2022 that many people were at the mall that's all i'm saying i know isn't that fucking crazy i miss the days where going to the mall was like an event now it's just sad well from this story nine were wounded six were hurt and then there's three suspects so that's how many at least there's at least like 15 16 (laughs) people at this mall okay here was my other question what's the difference between wounded and injured okay so i guess the nine people that were wounded were wounded by 
the bullets. And then the six people who were injured were injured from like trying to run away or escape or trampling each other. You know, like maybe they broke a finger or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I've always wondered that and I've never thought to ask or look it up. So, okay. Right. I, I mean, I read that in the article and I was like, so 15 people were hurt and they're like, oh, no, nine were wounded and then six were injured. And I was like, okay. Well, I mean, I guess it is. It's probably also like based on the court, like they didn't hurt 15 people. Nine, they hurt mm. nine people, but then the yes. six were collateral. So it's probably different charges. No, that's a really good point. Cause yeah, he was charged with nine counts of assault and battery. So mm. I'm assuming that's for the nine people that he actually hit. That makes sense. That's a really good point. That makes total sense now. Oh my God. I'm so smart. You are. Oh, I'm glad we could like work through that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the final mass shooting over the weekend was in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where it was at a massive house party at an Airbnb. 10 people were shot and two teens died. And there wasn't much to the story. Apparently, again, it was another disagreement where two parties were involved and they just started boom, boom, powing. And neighbors were saying it was like rapid fire. Kids were jumping out of windows. They were breaking windows from the second story and jumping out to try to get out of this house party that was literally blowing up. Two teens that were in high school. So I think they were like juniors or seniors, 17, 18, that kind of age, mm-hmm. um, were killed. Aww. And the community is kind of shooken by this. And I watched an interview by this teacher who knew the kids. And he... I have a quote here that says, he says, it's not safe out there. And we were just saying that about New York City. Like, it's not safe anymore to be anywhere. Like, you just never know these days. So that's kind of what happened this weekend. There were three mass shootings that went on. I'm sure not many people knew about it because we were all celebrating the Easter holiday. You know, spending time with family, with God, Jesus, Mazel Tov. (laughs) the same thing? I don't even know. But... What's your thoughts? What's your opinion? Like, what is going on with these mass shootings? Why are they happening? Like, we just talked about the one last week about the one in New York City on the subway. Like, it is just not safe to really go anywhere these days. No, I mean, I feel like we were already kind of headed that way of like, you know, needing to do something drastic about the violence. But I think COVID, it just like put us in a pressure cooker and just everything just expedited all of the the bad things going on in america it just made it a thousand times worse i agree and a lot it seems like a lot of these mass shootings were not even like planned the new york city one was but like it just seeming like built up aggression from like being cooped up for years and now everyone's like out there like trying to have a good time and people are getting into little riffs or whatever Mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely out of control i don't know and not to get too heavy but i've it's also kind of like the cycle of like major civilizations is like they're like think about like rome and like like mesopotamia or whatever they ride they make huge strides they're you know doing great their empires and everything and then they're just wiped off the face of the earth because right of just they break down are you saying that's us next kind of like they break down like economically (laughs) through war through famine and then they're just gone right i mean is that what's happening to ukraine because like has anyone heard from them well last i heard that they're trying to get the un to get putin on um war crimes Mm. what's that gonna do is that gonna stop him well it was like the 
I don't know if it'll stop him, but like, remember, like after World War Two, they did the is it Numbrig the Numbrig trials where oh, it was Nuremberg. like, yeah, the Germany had to answer for all the inhumane stuff that they were doing and like oh, the war yes. crimes and stuff and all those people. Yeah, so that's like once it's over, I'm assuming all of the retribution is going to come from that from all the generals that carried out horrible things putin mm-hmm. you know all that stuff so mm-hmm. well i guess we can look forward to that <laughs> yeah I, that'll be something big to report on definitely <laughs> i mean god only knows when that's gonna happen when did the trials happen after world war ii a few years at least right i don't know much about history so oh. i know some things about jfk and the bay of pigs but that's about it yeah <laughs> well if i have any questions about jfk <laughs> i will ask you come to me <laughs> Alrighty, so that's all i got mass shootings megan i know it's like your niche what do you have for us in second gear get to it so i actually just while you were talking switched what stories i was going to talk about because you mentioned airbnb and Ooh. one of my stories is about like an airbnb and so maybe we could have a conversation about okay airbnbs okay like airbnb safety like you're gonna start like a bill or something or like kind of like what should there be regulations on what airbnb airbnbs are used for like the airbnb Mm. it was an underage house party being it was being used for you know and this is this airbnb here in michigan (laughs) it's also used for illegal acts okay so this is about stephanie sin (laughs) that's a fitting last name um 32 from california she flew all the way to michigan to meet a online sex sexual partner suitor a suitor like they were talking explicitly and talking about meeting up and having sex and doing stuff and that would be totally fine if the boy she was speaking with was not 15 years of age yucky (laughs) wait okay does she know or does she not know it has been reported that he knew she was 32 and she knew he was 15 so they both knew okay i mean we just don't hear this we don't hear too many times where the female is older than the male right oh and this picture of her it looks like also she's wearing like a horse blanket you know like those blankets that are put on horses and then the saddles put on yes it looks like she's wearing that maybe that's like her kink (laughs) yeah she's like ride me like a (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all right so the 15 year old is unnamed of course because he is a minor yeah and so they began talking casually in an unnamed app yeah because they don't want that bad publicity right and so i feel i'm wondering if it's kick do you remember kick oh yeah k-i-k i felt like there's a lot of like adult predators talking to kids on that but was that dating or was that just that was just like a messaging platform wasn't it right but i but it's been like amped up and now they're they do like they have like stories like instagram and like stuff like that and wait, trending it's, it's, wait threads. that app still is a thing yeah oh my god i was watching a video on it about how like groomers are on there to meet young <gasps> kids and stuff oh my god i used to use kick when i just had an ipod touch and i didn't have a phone and that was the way I could message people. Just yeah, it's an old app, but it's definitely changed. It's not just messaging anymore. Wow. Evolution. Well, I know when I use Kick, I would meet like 30-year-old men on Omegle, Omegle, and then they would, you know, message me pictures of their penis 
through oh. kick. So I, <laughs> I, so I totally believe that they could have met through kick. Yeah. Or like messaging through kick. But anyway, mm. so she flew all the way to Royal Park. She got an Airbnb in Royal Park, Michigan near his house and um, was like, okay, let's meet up. Let's have sex. I'm ready. I came all this way. <laughs> and she set an Uber to pick him up at his house and um he chickened out and didn't go and he was like hey i'm sorry whatever so she sent another one to pick him up so she ended up sending two ubers to his house and then at that point he kind of chickened out and told his parents about the situation and so then of course they called the police and found her and arrested her (laughs) so she was booked they shipped her back to california in oakland county and she's currently in jail right now they arrested her on april 11th and so he she never made contact with him because he but she was absolutely planning to like if he got in that uber and he got there they probably you know would have done stuff against his will right or with his will but he can't have a will if he's 15 you know what i'm saying (laughs) were the parents like why are there two random cars outside our house Well, I don't I don't know if they were home or not. Oh. It didn't say if they were home or not. They probably weren't home, but then he he sent them both back and was like I can't. I changed my mind. I can't do this, you know. And then he was like scared and told his parents cuz it's one thing to, you know, talk and everything, oh but but good for him for kind of realizing the gravity of the situation and telling his parents. Right. And, when it's actually I'm time sure to go. He, I'm sure he wasn't the first boy that she'd flew cuz if she's willing to fly all the way to Michigan, to have sex with a 15 year old boy i'm sure that he's not the only one could you just imagine spending money to to fly around the country to to have sex with underage kids like what well, kind of that's lifestyle? what that's what pedophiles do that's you know it's an addiction it's a disturbance you know they'll do whatever even, they have to to get their fix but even today like that's so risky because there's so many sting operations you know it's happening so much now that people are just like catching these people and the police are involved with it. Like to be a, a pedophile in today's age, is like tough. Well, I feel like also kids are smarter now too. Yeah. Like I feel like back when the internet was new and you're talking to people, like you believe the best in them and everything and you right. don't understand what it's, but I feel like nowadays we all know. Right. And there's ways to like find out who you're actually talking to you know yeah like i remember back when the internet first started and like i would had like profiles on like different websites and stuff like no one used their real name no mm-hmm. one said where they were from now people put all that shit right in their twitter bio now i know right yeah it's so much easier to find people but I'm like, okay my own so fbi agent you really are <laughs> i take pride in that if I need some dirt on somebody, I know who to call. You do, yeah. I I dig deep. I go. I use methods that some don't know about. <laughs> well, don't reveal them. Then your secrets, I your know. trade secrets, <laughs> my trade secrets. <laughs> I'm a tradesman. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So is that all you got in your Airbnb? Oh, and uh, just for like the legal part, she's in jail in Oakland County, California for a $100,000 cash bond. She's charged with child sexually abusive activity and using a computer to commit a crime. <gasps> oh my God, the good old computer. Mm-hmm. What's your story, Shani? Okay, so into third gear we go. Shifty, shifty. We are talking about another story. 
It involves Utah, so there might be Mormons involved. It's not confirmed, but I'm assuming there's Mormons because that's where they live, Utah. This story, like, it's this story happened in 2018, but the conviction just happened the other day. So that's why I'm, like, bringing it to our attention here on Crime on Tap. And it's a pretty gruesome story. And I honestly don't remember hearing about it. And I don't know why I did not hear about the trials because it was, like, a few months. But let me get right into it. The headline reads, Utah man convicted of murder for killing teen couple in mineshaft, forcing his girlfriend to watch. <gasps> I saw that headline and I was like, I got to know what happened. Mm-hmm. So I got to know why they're in a mineshaft. I know. Like in Utah. Like I didn't even know they had those in Utah. So apparently in 2018, a man by the name of Jared Baum was 45 years old. And he was convicted of two counts of aggravated murder and aggravated kidnapping. And his sentencing is set to be um, June 1st. So the story, let me get right into it. Two teens by the name of Breland Audison and Riley Powell, 17 and 18, were traveling from Tool, Utah to Eureka, to Eureka, Utah, when they all of a sudden disappeared. Crazy. Their Jeep was found abandoned, and on March 28th, a search team found the bodies inside an abandoned mineshaft near Eureka. So, apparently, Jared and his girlfriend, Morgan, live in Eureka, Utah. And I cannot find, for the life of me, why these two teens were at their residence. But for some reason, they ended up there. Later on, Morgan had told police that her boyfriend, Jared, did not approve of her having any guy friends. I don't know what that has to do with the story. (laughs) He's 45 and she was 37. So I'm like, and she can't have guy friends? Like, all right. So I don't know why. I could not find out why these two teens were at their house. But for some reason they were. Mm -hmm. And apparently Jared did not approve of Morgan having guy friends. That's kind of like what I took from all this. So the teenage boy was the guy friend? I'm thinking. Okay. Well, that is inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why. the Apparently the couple was at the house. Mm-hmm. The two teens were there. And I don't know why. I've looked at three articles and I could not get an answer. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's an imperative part of the story. I know. I'm like, why won't they just tell me why they were there? Yeah. So apparently from investigators have told us that Morgan had told investigators that she thought the teens had left the residence and had gone traveling back to wherever they were going. That didn't happen because Jared took Morgan out to the back of the Jeep that was in their driveway and and she saw the two teens bound by duct tape with their feet and hands tied behind their back and their mouths were also duct taped shut just in the trunk of their jeep so she was like um what the fuck's going on here (laughs) yeah that's a fair question and she was forced to ride in the car with jared with the two teens um bound in the back of the jeep and the jeep is the teen's car so this is the jeep that they found abandoned Mm -hmm. i'm sorry this story is all over the place i don't know a better way to explain it (laughs) (laughs) yeah you just gotta you just gotta here's the detail here's the detail here's the detail (laughs) right so Jared eventually drives them to the mine shaft and he forced not only his girlfriend Morgan, but also he forced Braylon, one of the teens, to kneel in front of the open mine shaft and witness Jared beat and stab her boyfriend to death. 
and then tossing him into the mine shaft. And then after killing him, he then went back to Bree Lynn and sliced her throat and then threw her also into the mine shaft. And from there, him and Morgan drove back home. That's the story. (laughs) That's what happened. Wait, did they drive back home in the teen's Jeep? No, the the Jeep was left abandoned there. I don't know how they got back home. Okay. (laughs) So that's the story. He was recently convicted of the murder um, and forcing his girlfriend to watch. The family is, they are happy with the, you know, the verdict or whatever. They are hoping for two life sentences without parole. And he was recently, I think they were thinking about trying him for the death penalty. But one of the attorney general or something said, to not do it i don't know i don't know how they do it in utah every state's different can't keep up these days (laughs) but yeah i just thought that story was crazy and that honestly seems like a good uh like documentary you know Mm. that seems like so wild and bizarre and it's probably one of the crazier stories we've talked about here on crime on tap i feel like we don't get like this crazy anymore we just talk about like simple things like mass shootings (laughs) yeah we don't talk about the the diabolical stew of human remains like we used to (laughs) human meringues (laughs) Meringues. oh so how did he get caught did morgan report him well that was another thing it was like they found the abandoned vehicle and then they found the two teens and then this all these articles were like then they were like arresting him as a suspect and i'm like how do they know there must have been like text conversations between the two or something mm-hmm. that led them to him or knowledge that they were going to be with them. I don't know. How or was Morgan? Evidence. How was Morgan not like an accomplice? I have no idea. Well, I, I guess know. I mean she didn't help him. I guess, but she also didn't yeah. like say, I know, I feel "Hey, like she don't have do done that." More. I don't know. <laughs> right? You put like a gun to her head or say, "I'll kill you if you don't do this." I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, that's kind of out of your control. I mean, right? Yeah. But yeah, but anyway, that's my story. Out of Utah, Megan, where are we heading next? We are heading to the exotic land of Connecticut. That's so exotic. I know. It's so just like wild and crazy. (laughs) Like a jungle. (laughs) So (laughs) this is about Maybelle Martinez, who is the mother of Yarimar Mercado Martinez. Who is she sounds like she's eighty? <laughs> Who Mabel? Mabel? Oh yeah, well Mabel. she's she's well she's fifty six, so she's not ancient. Oh okay, she's getting um, there. Yeah, well not anymore. <laughs> she, and so Yarimar is a a Puerto Rican Olympian rifle shooter. So wow, um, she was even she competed in the Summer Olympics in twenty sixteen, and as well as last year in the Summer Olympics. So. I'm it's one of those sports that I feel like people you just have on in the background but it's not one that everyone's like you know on the edge of their seat about yeah but she's still an Olympian so to like have her Olympian status and like compete for the Olympian team she has to live in Puerto Rico but her mother lives in the U.S. in Connecticut and so on the article came out on April 12th that Mabel Martinez was murdered inside her home. She was just sewing on the couch, like as old women do. As a and Mabel does. As a Mabel does. And it was actually just a random stray bullet from outside <gasps> that came and shot her and killed her. Oh 
my god we're like kind of on your niche like accidental yeah so there was an in- the intended target was walking outside of her home in waterbury connecticut and it went through her house and probably her window and shot her while she was sitting on on her you know little old lady chair sewing i mean wrong place at the wrong time honestly i know so um that's like the the biggest part of it and so it also talks about how her body is being is being sent to puerto rico where most of her friends and family are to be buried and have the funeral and stuff that's like some final destination shit right there they they believe that the shooting was drug related so a fight over drugs it hasn't released the names of the people but it was two men that were involved one man shooting another man presumably about drugs Um, and yeah and it's really sad because her she didn't get to see or say goodbye to her mother because you know she has to live in puerto rico and covid and everything and it's also sad because she probably moved to the u.s being like oh you know it's better here and the american dream and then she dies like you're literally not safe at any moment in your life right she was literally in her own home minding her own damn business sewing mm-hmm. and got shot through her window just because some guy that pissed off another guy was walking by and this is why we have tattoos saying i lived <laughs> yes i lived bitch <laughs> because you quite literally never know mm-hmm. and you need to live every moment as it's your last like mabel's <laughs> you got live uh, hold your loved ones close and mm-hmm. and with every bro- bone you break you can say i lived Mm-hmm. the daughter yarimar did say that she's going to be taking a break from training and may not be in the next summer olympics because this has really rocked her so oh my god and i didn't even think about it she's a rifle olympian she shoots yeah. for a living, and her mother was shot oh ooh, man no wonder she's like guys i need to take a step back <laughs> oh, like guns it's like a trigger now oh my god trigger oh 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 we just can't stop <laughs> can't stop with the rifle puns Oh my god <laughs> well poor old mabel that's so sad mm-hmm. so prayers for the martinez family prayers i'm sure there's a gofundme any story that we talk about always at the end there's a gofundme i'm like how was there's so much money just being thrown around for gofundmes <laughs> it's so true though <laughs> <laughs> like everybody gets a gofundme but already my goodness is that your final story of the day i think that's all we have time for on this yeah, episode of crime on top we're gonna put her right into perk. We're gonna Parker, use her. Right we are gonna use the prindle and put her in a perk. <laughs> <laughs> but already, you guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Crime on Tap. This has been a lovely Friday morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you're listening to us. And we really hope you enjoyed this episode that we have put out. So make sure to listen to us on all major platforms, Spotify, Apple, Pumming, and the Absolutely. other ones. Breaker, breaker, breaker. Oh yeah, breaker, breaker, 49er. Share with your friendly, your, your friendly fans, your friends, <laughs> and your foes. Yes. <laughs> I just totally made that up and it didn't make any sense and it was a tongue twister, but we're here and we are crime on tap. We are here. We are partially queer. And ready for the weekend. So, Megan, we'll see you guys next time. Where Where crime crime is always always on on tap. tap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.